Hello, everybody. Uh, today, we are going to be discussing the Supreme Court case of Gideon versus Wainwright, which was in 1963. I have my friends here, Noah and Paul, to help discuss uh, this case. Unfortunately, our good friend Quinn could not make it. Uh, he's not here today, so... Uh, the show must just, go on. The show must go on, though, yes. you know? So uh, I'm going to have Noah give us some background on this case. So Noah, take it away. Yeah, so the main guy in this case, Gideon, uh, his full name, Clarence Earl Gideon, uh, he was charged with breaking and entering a Florida, a Panama City, Florida pool house with the intent to commit a misdemeanor. So uh, he was arrested and uh, he was brought to court and uh, he appeared in court without a lawyer. And uh, he requested that uh, the court provide him a lawyer, but uh, the judge denied um, denied him a lawyer. So he kind of uh, raised hell, you know? So uh, we'll send it over to you, Paul. All right, so the first person in this case was Clarence Earl Gideon. He was the defendant. He was just a normal man who had an eighth grade education, who ran away from home when he was in middle school. He spent much of his early adult life as a drifter spending time in and out of prisons for non-violent crimes. And then the plaintiff of this case was Louis Lee Wainwright. He was the Secretary of Florida Division of Corrections, and he is known for being named respondent in two U.S. Supreme Court cases, Gideon v. Wainwright and Ford v. Wainwright. And he was, uh, he graduated from Nova Southern, <clears throat> Southeastern University uh, he got a master's degree in criminal justice, and he was the corrections the secretary of corrections from 1962 to 1987. And this case, it had original jurisdiction because the crime happened in Florida, and it was tried in Florida. And send it over to you, Kyle. All right, sounds good. So we're going to discuss the constitutional issues here. So the Fourteenth Amendment and Sixteenth and Sixth Amendment, excuse me, are uh, the ones that question in this case. Now the Fourteenth Amendment states that all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall ab abridge the privileges uh, or immunities of citizens of the United States nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of laws. So, with the 14th Amendment, uh, he's saying that he did not get the equal protection of laws because he didn't get the same right to a lawyer that some other people would have because it, he didn't get it appointed by state. So, for the 6th Amendment, the 6th Amendment states that in all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy public trial and by, by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime has been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law and to be informed of the nature and, uh, nature and case of accusation, to be confronted with the witnesses against him, to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor and to have the assistance of counsel for his defense. So he basically, for this issue, the Sixth Amendment, 
He's saying he didn't have the assistance of counsel because he didn't have a lawyer and he had to defend himself. And the question is, for the constitutional issues, should the court appoint an attorney for the state offense? And he would argue yes. Okay, so uh, eventually the ruling came about, and that ruling was a 9-0 unanimous decision in favor of Gideon. And uh, that decision was presented by Justice Hugo L. Black. And uh, so after, um, Gideon was uh, given another trial, um, and this time he was appointed uh, a lawyer in court. And uh, he was then acquitted of all the charges of breaking and entering into that pool house in Florida. And uh, the ruling uh, decided that all defendants should be provided an attorney. Um, so finally, I'm gonna discuss the importance of this case. So the, this case established everybody's right to a lawyer, which is very important for many people who can't afford one. And it also helped to establish Miranda rights, which basically say everybody has a right to a lawyer uh, by the state, especially if you cannot afford one. And it established a right to counsel by the state, even if you can't afford it, basically summarizing the first two points. Um, uh, Noah, would you like to finish yeah, a quote Yeah, so uh, a quote by Clarence Earl Gideon. Uh, the United States Supreme Court says I am entitled to be represented by counsel. So this, uh, he's kind of saying that he, he really knows his constitution, he knows his rights, and uh, he knows what he can get. He knows he can win this case, and uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, well, thank, everybody, thank you for joining us on this podcast today. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was fun, yeah. It. Um, uh, hopefully you can join us next time uh, if, we, if we do another one and we discuss another Supreme Court case. So uh, everybody have a fantastic day. Peace, homies. <laughs>